Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to the pod where we chat, argue, and wax poetic about the movies that we love, hate, or that are simply worth talking about. All movies have something to say, and we enjoy trying to analyze what they capture. Welcome to the Shatter After. I am one of your hosts. I am Brandon Alvarado, the Scarlet fan here, and I'm really, really excited about this take two of the Shatter After because we're going to talk Sonic the Hedgehog. The movie that I think is surprising everybody, and I just saw it, and I loved it, so I went ahead and scoured the webs like we do here in the Shatter After, and I invited people to my table so we can discuss all things Sonic. And I got two good friends from the interwebs that have seen the movie and have things to say as well. So let's get this Shatter going. The first person is my usual partner in crime, the one and only Isaac, the emblem man, Wolf. What's up, man? Insert Super Mario reference here. <laughs> which okay, which one? I don't know. Mushrooms? Oh, so it's like it's open. Mushrooms, maybe. Okay, no shrooms. We've talked about this, Isaac. <laughs> no shrooms today. <laughs> I mean, I did push some shrooms in my. You know, we're not going to talk about this in public. Okay, we we got to keep this clean. Um, and the one and only awesome. Carlos the Tavo Borrego. What's up, man? What is up? How you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really excited, really excited. So, this movie is like, is like, in the beginning, it kind of felt like the little engine that couldn't. Like, it was the movie that was not going to be, that was going to be the train wreck of all video game movies. And it's, and it's funny because in, in the last 30 years, I would say they've been trying to make video game movies. And to a degree, it has been kind of train wreck after train wreck. Like Mortal Kombat was well received, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Hey, like, you know yeah, what? Just... For the record, I still enjoy the stupidity of that movie, man. And you know, it's just, yeah, you know, yes, it's it's like it's like a tra- like yeah, it's bad, but you're like oh, you know, so bad it's good. You're gonna want to watch it. Oh God, it's kind of like a the room thing. Yeah. Like, it's so bad that it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, you have that killer that workout soundtrack. Yes, Like, you can imagine That's someone it. in her house with their Bowflex just oh, listening yeah. to, that, to, that, to that track of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, video game movies haven't had a lot of, a lot of help or luck for whatever reason it is. Um, and, then, and then we had the situation with the design and all that stuff. But something amazing happened, and we all know the story. The fans rose and they claimed and they fought with the studio and say, hey, that's not Sonic. Please don't mess this up. And Even the studio like, actually listened. Yes, uh, folks over at Sega also pushed for it. So even the developer, which is awesome. I didn't know that. I didn't know Sega was involved. So I'm glad that that the people actually in charge of Sonic actually fought for it. The uh, co-creator uh, literally... Uh, Thanked uh, the fans for m- being uh, ma- made it happen, so to speak. He hated that design. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, That's so weird. what you're trying to say is that it's one of those situations where the creator, maybe the co-creator, maybe wanted to change, but the studio wasn't listening to him until the fans rose up. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, that's pretty it, awesome. It's uh, interesting. Don't quote me on this because I, uh, I'm uh, not entirely sure that it's uh, correct. But it, it is said that uh, 
it was Paramount that did push for the realistic Sonic, even though they knew that uh, the fans uh, would hate that, but they thought it would uh, end up uh, being accepted at the, at the end of things. Why yeah. they wanted a uh, realistic Sonic, that's beyond me, but I digress. Yeah, which is, you know what? Uh, it's also weird because, you know, before this, there was like, you know, uh, the Pikachu, Inspector Pikachu movie. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, they didn't go like the realistic route with like the Pokemons. I mean, they were true to what the Pokemons do look like. And you see, that was a success. So I, yeah, so I'm with you. I like, I, I don't understand, you know, after watching that, you see that th- that works. Why would you try to do something you know, that would look more realistic when, you know, it's a Sonic the Hedgehog and... Such an memorable, such an iconic figure. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Everybody, I mean, like even mainstream media would, you know, see, oh, okay, so they might know, know, they might not know, like, you know, oh, wow, X, Y, Z video game, but they would know, oh, yeah, that's Sonic, of course. Yes. Yes, and and, and uh, as I uh, wrote in my review, it's ironic that uh, they would have had a quote unquote realistic looking Sonic at the beginning, but they would have an uh, anim- uh, sort of like an animated uh, live action villain with Jim Carrey and having the <laughs> animated <laughs> character yes. being quote unquote realistic and the live action being quote unquote animated, it would stick out like. Uh, vanilla ice cream and a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> that that actually makes I never thought about it that way, but that that that's actually a very good point. Yeah, it because sense. Yeah, because Jim Carrey in this movie. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert: we're gonna spoil the hell out of this movie. Yeah. Um. So spoiler alert: three, two, one, you're doomed. So um, <laughs> um, Jim Carrey, it's like in his most evil. It's like this takes. This is like, like if. You can see the energy that he had when he did the Grinch. You know what I mean? Like, like you know how people think that certain movies, like for the most part, Jim Carrey lately has been doing drama movies, which there's nothing wrong with that because he's a phenomenal actor. And a lot of his drama work are some of the best stuff he's done. So, but this comedic evil person role, I kind of liked it because it reminds me of the energy that he presents, like what he brought to the Grinch and stuff like that. And I like that Jim Carrey. And it's like, I don't know. He did awesome in this movie, but it, it is a good point. It was a very over-the-top performance that would not have made sense them trying to make everything else realistic. So it kind of it's interesting how you mentioned how choosing to do Sonic right brought balance to the way we received the movie as fans. Because I, I was actually thinking about this. I think Isaac, I mentioned this to you yesterday. If they would have gone with the realistic design. I would not have enjoyed the movie because I would have been troubled ever since I seen him. There was something about the design that just didn't jive. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was too tall. The face was too wide. Um, but I, I'm glad that they perfected it. It looked amazing. Um, the design was awesome. Um, I am going to say this. Isn't it crazy how it's possible that it's the studio overlords that try to make it realistic? Which leads me to believe, like with many video game movies, that they don't know what the hell they're talking about in terms of like the studio guys. Hey, we need to do it this way. It's like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You don't play video games. You live in a yacht. 
no, it's stay, true. I mean, I mean, stay in your yacht. <laughs> it's like it's like I mean, you know, watching through all you know this time, all those video game movies. Um, uh, they never been able to translate it like well, like right, accurate, like extreme, or or, or even good. Right. You know, it's just it, it never happened. I mean, I I actually thought that you know, for me, uh, I thought that the one that would actually break the you know the mold was gonna be Assassin's Creed. And then yes. when I watched that, <laughs> oh my god! Because the thing was in Assassin's Creed, I think the the developer was supposed to be involved. And then the movie came out, and you're like, "Who? That just happened." <laughs> that movie uh, should have just been in the past because that's uh, where the only interesting thing ha- uh, occurred, so to speak. Yeah, I know it- that uh, it's uh, f- um, uh, present and. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, they jump between uh, years, but they should have adapted so that it would only be in the past. It would have been so much better for that movie. You know what's interesting now that I'm thinking about it? I haven't seen Assassin's Creed. I'm not going to lie to you. I might I put myself... Don't, don't, don't. I, I, you know, now you're saying no, now I feel that I have to. It's like I, it's just like I put my, Just like I put myself through Death Note to prove a point to Landon. Oh my... I might need to do this to myself. But now that I'm... You said something, Isaac, very interesting. Like, sometimes... I think the problem is either... Either the studio gets in the way and has their thoughts, but have but no, have no respect of the property, right? They just see a property of video games, of video games that makes a lot of money, and they say, you know what, let's make a movie, and let's make money off of it. But they don't understand what makes it click, right? So the whole thing with Assassin's Creed is the adventure of of being in a different time and place and era and, and area. And then going in these missions and the mystery and stuff like that. Just me thinking off the top of my head, wouldn't it have been perfect? Because I know that everybody says that what slowed the movie down the most is all the stuff in present time, right? Pretty much. So what if you did the whole movie in the past and then the twist at the end? Is that when the movie's over, he wakes up in the present? You mean like the so kind of like well, no, and that then, doesn't happen in the, in the first one. I mean, like like pretty much like then the sequel deals with the fact that wait a minute, he was in the anima thing. Yeah, and, yeah, and I got then, that. And then they dip, and then they do a crossover between present and past. Well, but they introduce the, the whole world of the assassins and just focus on that. Well, and do the well, whole. Here's the thing, though. Here, 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 here here's my thing with that. Um, that's a good idea, but. The one thing, the one redeeming quality, I okay. will say this about this move about Assassin's Creed. It's only one, is that when they actually went uh, in, into the uh, anim- like you know the the world, it was mm-hmm. in Spain. They decided to make the movie in Spanish. Like you know, they actually, I mean, really. So their Spanish is not the greatest, but <laughs> yeah, it's like Michael Fassbender Spanish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, they did respect the fact that, well, you know, we're in Spain, we're in the past in Spain. Right. And this is what we're going to do, which actually, okay. I actually, that's, you know, that's actually pretty nice. It's redeeming, like, pretty actually, like I said, it's a redeeming quality of the movie. About yes. That's about it. They, they just didn't know how to incorporate um, everything else. Um, because, I mean, even if you play like the first, second, third game, 
You're right. You don't spend a lot, a, a lot of time in the real world. I mean, you know, the gameplay is, you know, when you go to the past. Right. And in this movie, they just didn't, like, they didn't understand that at all. They you know? treated that, it like Batman. Okay, let's yeah, have this whole exactly. setup. Exactly, yes. And then let's go to the past, and you're, like, there for 20 minutes. You're like, wait a minute. This is not what this is. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, 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 so I think it's safe to say that they, 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 they learned all the right lessons, and I think they listened to the fans. And I think this is the first time that we see that there's so much fan involvement in the development of a movie like this. And it totally paid off. I hope that what happened with Sonic or what's happening because Sonic is making money. Like, it's not like, it's not like, okay, it's okay. No, it's making money. You know what I mean? I hope it sets a precedent where people go like, okay. Maybe fans know what they're talking about when it comes to this. Yeah. Maybe we want to just listen, like put like a random bot on Twitter to see what fans say, and go like, "Hey guys, we might need to," you know what I mean? Um, but let's jump into the movie. Um, let's jump and talk little things. So I got a couple of things. I know you guys have a couple of things. So I just have a list. I'm just gonna go through them. And if there's anything else you guys want to jump in and say that 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 blew that blew your you guys' mind or whatever. Um, just jump in and let me know. From the beginning, when I saw, okay, you got the Paramount with the rings, and then you start hearing the sound effects. Like they brought all the sound effects for the game, and when when it when it kind of came out with the Sega logo, I wasn't expecting it to go Sega, <laughs> but you hear it in orchestral sounds, and that was like, damn, that's awesome. Like they did it like. Baba, like very yeah. low key, and I'm like, yes. So did they did all that. Did you notice that they had uh, some uh, brief glimpses of uh, other games from the yes. yes, yes, that was awesome. That yeah. was awesome. That was like the Marvel Comics entry equivalent of a video game company, <laughs> and it was perfect. It and it was perfect. Good. Yeah, it was. And, and mean, then. A and then, of course, you have at the end the whole um, first credit roll, which is all in all in the different versions of graphics of Sonic. Like you see in 2D Sonic, you see it in yeah, 3D yeah, Sonic. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. So, yeah, I mean, like if, if they decide to do, you know, get more of their properties, they have like, you know, like you said, like the Marvel equivalent to like, you know, the starting credits or rolling credits, you know. Right. For that, and which is what's actually pretty amazing. That was pretty good. Yep. Yep. Do you imagine next summer, Streets of Rage? Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but I I can see that. You know what? They can they can even pull off like a Jumanji with Golden Axe. But then again, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Golden yeah. Axe uh, X Sonic uh, Sega Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic breaks the internet. Um. Actually, no. Sonic breaks the cartridge. Okay, that's bad. I'm yeah. sorry. I'll stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, stop. Yeah. <laughs> so we see the 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 movie equivalent of of Green Hills in Sonic's world, which looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We see baby Sonic running. He's being hunted by Echidnas, which we all know is the back door to Knuckles, which is like crazy. I wasn't expecting to see anything regarding to Knuckles so soon. So I was I find that awesome. Um uh where he moves on when he gets to Earth. So the rings have a purpose, which to me was fantastic. 
Yeah. The fact that the rings actually have a purpose. Um, they work like portals to go to different worlds and different dimensions, which kind of makes sense. Which is here's the thing. Here's the thing that I find ingenious. The that, fact that the rings go ahead. Uh, the rings being portals is from the Sonic comics, actually. And you know what's interesting? I see. I didn't know that. See, now I love this even more because the yeah. way I the way I understood it is because you know that in the game, when you pass a zone. You go to a completely different world. So it kind of makes me think, okay, so in the game, he did it through the rings. So I linked it directly to the game. I didn't know that was part of Sonic lore. So now I'm like even more in love with this. Yeah, it just makes you want to go see those comic books now. Check out. Yeah, those. yeah. It's like, Absolutely. Like, so, so, and it makes sense and it looks cool. I like that they didn't try too hard to make it realistic. I like that it feels animated. Because it kind of made me think, okay, I'm not supposed to take this world too seriously. So I can just take it for what it is. Does that make sense? Yes. A hundred percent. It does make sense. And 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 I like how because for example, that was the mistake. And I know a lot of people hold this movie close to their hearts, and this movie does have some cool moments, but that was kind of the problem with the Super Mario's movie. They oh. they try too hard oh. to Dude, I, I know say, people like that movie, but dude. No, 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 but here's the thing. That, to me, that's the biggest issue with that movie. They tried too hard to make it real. Yeah. They didn't They didn't step back and say, okay, it's okay to make it campy. It's okay to make it feel unreal because that's the point. You know what I mean? Like with Mario, with Sonic and stuff like that, the point is it's not real. Let's make it playful. Let's make it colorful. It's okay to do that. And they did that with Sonic. I so, give them this, though. Uh, Bob Hopkins were, were a perfect cause for live-action Mario. I do agree with that. Yeah, I do, agree. I do agree with that. And I did like Dennis Hopper as as Koopa. <laughs> as Bowser or whatever he was. I kind of liked him. He was pretty cool. I mean, I, I find it... Well, it was Koopa, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, no, he was, he was supposed to be Bowser, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. he's basically yeah. Bowser. And that's what's illegal left, by the way. <laughs> so, but yeah, so they, they have all these details. So he moves to Green Hills, Montana, which is, of course, Green Hills is the first zone you see in the Sonic game. Um, James Marsden, awesome. I mean, yeah, perfect cast, man. Talk perfect about, cast. Yeah, talk about like, like somebody that, I mean, he's had the experience. I mean, he kind of like, does these type of movies? Yes. I mean, you remember Hop, for example? Yes. A, a while back, and I mean, it was it you know it wasn't the greatest movie in the world, but it was good, and he was very good in it too. So like, it was it was perfect casting there. Yep. James Marsden was great. Um, I like how his acting and, and and that's another thing. His performance was perfect for what they were trying to do. You can tell that he's playing. But you can tell that he's doing it in favor of the material that they're working with. So it works yeah. perfectly, especially in his scenes with Sonic and all that stuff. The Sonic design was great. I love that Sonic is a Flash fan. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he reads Flash that, that comics. Was, that was awesome, yeah. Um, I like I how... The, Go ahead. I thought about you when I saw that uh, scene. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I like how they tr now here's the thing and here's the my this is my only pet peeve 
I, 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 I got a pet peeve with this movie, but not it's it's not something against the movie. This pet peeve arose against another movie. <laughs> okay. Like Sonic making me hate another movie a little bit more. And, I, and not that I hate the other movie. I, I have respect for it. But it made me hate. It's like, damn it, Justice League. Sonic got speed powers right. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> with Ezra Miller. <laughs> what the hell? No, it was yeah. The, the, the way they made it, no, the way that no, you're right. The way they made like his speed powers was actually uh, impressive. Uh, and at the same time, when he was actually in that speed power, like like you can see Sonic's personality coming out. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, I'm fast. I'm cool. Like you know, this yep. is my thing, and and which actually works well. You know, when uh, he has to deal with bad guy at the end, like you know, yes. With yes. Robotnik at the end, and yes. he's like shocked that oh wait that just worked perfectly. Yep. No, and, and the whole thing with him having internal power that based with emotions, literally, it's a callback to me to the Speed Force because that's the whole thing. Yeah. But I do know from com from Sonic lore that he does have this in power in internal power. I know he has this ability, so I know it's not like a ripoff from from. From the Flash or whatever. But the fact that he's a Flash fan, I'm okay if he uses that because, like, hey, man, I'm just like you. I don't, <laughs> I, you know, I don't mind if DC does a crossover, brings Sonic into the Hall of Speedsters. I'm completely okay with that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the whole thing with the speed, him running around and all that stuff was amazing. Um, him being two plays at once because he's so fast. It was awesome. Um... The, the whole thing with the comic books, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the fact that he was alone, I, 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 I like that he had a real emotional arc and that his powers were affected by what he was going through emotionally. Um, like, it's perfect for kids. It's perfect for, because there's kids that go through this, you know what I mean? That they're alone because they're outcasts or ostracized or whatever. So I like that it was a relatable arc for Sonic, a relatable arc for James Marsden's character, Tom. Um, this is one of those movies that even though it's like so simple, like the, the storyline is super simple. Um, there's nothing too complicated about it. Everything felt that it said enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it well, didn't I need mean, to it didn't need to be something like deep. It didn't need to be inception. It was perfect for what it is, which is well, why I was telling, I think I was telling I actually wrote to the guys from the Play Loudcast, and I told them, guys, you guys gotta go see Sonic. And I told them, look, it's not a perfect movie, but it's a perfect Sonic movie. Yeah, and, and and that's like I think that's like the, the major problem with like a majority like you know well like say like ninety five to ninety nine percent of the video game movies <laughs> they try they like I, I'll go again Assassin's Creed they yeah. just try to like go deep extremely deep with a a simple a, um, a simple story and that's usually the problem with. Um, with all these uh, video game movies, I mean, you play the video game. The stories are simple, except you know the stories like really they're like extremely simple. But you enjoy it because you can follow the story right. while at the same time play with the story. You know, play right. through the story. Right. That's why you enjoy it. I mean, I don't need anything. I mean, some of them might be complex. Yes, I mean, but nobody's like Hideo Kojima and you know Death Stranding or whatever. <laughs> 
Which I Those love the movies game. that you're I playing. Game. I love the game. Don't get me wrong. I love the game, but I know it's like, it's like, uh, you know, you don't need that in the movie. You just need give me a simple good story. Uh, bring the you know what makes these characters shine in the video games, mm-hmm. and trust me, and you'll have the fans. And this is what happened with Sonic, basically. I wonder. I wonder if if if, if it has to do with the fact that. Because it is a video game property, a lot of maybe studios or writers feel that they need to explain themselves way too much as opposed to just letting it be and trusting the material. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they can feel that something's going to be too complicated for people to get instead of just presenting it. You know what I mean? Let the audience digest it for themselves. Because, for example, they didn't explain anything that we've talked so far about the Sonic movie. We just saw that in the screen. They made it as visual quotes. Like, for example, one of the biggest things that made me go like, what? Like, in the good way in Sonic, was that they made the way Robotnik gets his alias as Eggman completely organic. Yes. Like, it wasn't like, oh, um, you mean the Eggman? Like, they made it like like... Like something super on the nose. It was just a quip from Sonic. Because all his droids looked like eggs. Yeah. And I was like, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's brilliant writing. Something so stupid, so simple. It was like, it was one of those things that got me like, what? That's amazing. I wasn't expecting it to be that simple. And it's funny because, yes, he's robotic. That's his name. But we all know him as Eggman. And but I don't and then I and then it wasn't until Sonic said it that I looked at that I looked around to all his droids and I was like, they do look like eggs. <laughs> so this is what they were going for. So they yeah. use they is like that's how you know you have something brilliant in your hands because they used everything except exposition through script. Yeah. Like uh, exposition through text or voice. They use visual quotes to prepare you for that. Easter egg, and which, it was perfect. Which was which is also, hard to do. Yeah, and which was also helped by the fact that during the whole movie, you see Sonic giving nicknames to everybody he knew. Yes, Donut you Lord, know, Donut Boy, Pretzel. Pretzel. Yeah, exactly. So, so oh wait, Eggman. Oh, it works. He's been doing this throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yes, it's organic. It's part of Sonic. Yeah. By the way, am I the only one that cheered when he's doing the Speed Force time? in the bar and he eats the chili cheese dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only one that cheered? Because I remember that from the Sonic cartoons. It's like his favorite food. And, <laughs> yeah. and the best thing about it is they didn't make it a big deal. They just yeah. showed him eating one and going like, mm, this is good. And ate like three others. And you're like, that's awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Man. But yeah, uh, uh, there's so much in this movie that was so awesome. Um, Ezra Miller... Watch this movie and tell him to do speed powers this way. Yeah. Andy Machete, please do speed force powers right. Sonic did it first. Well, actually, the Flash TV show did it first. I just hope that... Okay, tangent. Over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but Sonic... Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. There's so much of this movie that was so good. Um, so, so Green Hills, the whole thing with Robotnik. Jim Carrey. Can we talk about Jim Carrey? Oh, my... You know, I'll, I'll say this. My my daughter, mm-hmm. you know, she's 13 right now. I went to see her. I, I, I saw this movie with her. And the first thing that she asked me, like, you know, oh, this movie's good. Like, who is that guy? 
you know, you mean the villain? And I go, Adriana, that's Jim Carrey. And it's like you said, I think, she, like, you know, because of her age, she doesn't know her, like, his earlier stuff. Right. Ace Ventura, um, The Grinch, um, uh, and The Mask. Right. Um, and, you know, when he was, like, doing, like, real, like, you know, his comedic uh, uh, thing. And, and the only thing I can say, it could to this movie, because after it was done, Adriana was like, is there anything else he's done? Wow, that's awesome. that I can watch from him, and I'm like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so Bro, you opened the old archive. Here. Come with me, my daughter. Yes. <laughs> it's like you are ready for the heritage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. But that's great because, I mean, Jim Carrey is a national treasure. Yeah. I mean, he is like one of the greatest comedians alive. He's a super talented and the fact that he br- he brought his A game to this kind of movie elevates the movie because we all know that his performance made a lot of this movie good. Yeah. And another character like like in a, in like and then and here's the other thing, just like James Marsden, Jim Carrey knew that this wasn't about making it realistic. He's dealing with an alien or like a hedgehog. So he needs to be over the top. But I like the interviews. I don't know if you guys have heard the interviews that he's had with people about no. their role. Um, he talks about he treated this Robotnik character as a real guy. A guy that's isolated from the world because he thinks he's superior. A guy that has inferior complex. And you see all that in his performance. And it just works so well, man. Um, let's, let's um, I don't know, man. Jim Carrey was just awesome. He was, Hello, awesome. especially his all his whole dance sequence but he, in the truck. But he, but he truly is more animated than Sonic. Let's yes. agree on that part. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. He he literally did what he could to appear animated, just to to rival Sonic, and and it's funny because it kind of like shows how he is the ideal villain for Sonic. Because he's like the uber serious one, and Sonic is like super playful, but yeah. they're all in like the same over the top level. Especially in like they're they're two big characters fighting with each other, which is what you want when you have this kind of rivalry. Um, I like his dance scene in the truck. Oh my god, that was amazing! He's like skiing and then like running from the dinosaur, and <laughs> it's just that 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 particular scene. Um, and and I told I I, I you know again when I was in the movie that particular scene. That's when I told my daughter, you know, that's typical Jim Carrey right yes. there. That's yes. him at his best yes. when he's doing comedy. You yes. know, because like a, a, a lot of people, you know, I don't know if they remember or not, but Jim Carrey um, was more of a physical comedy type yes. guy. Of course. You know, and with his, like, you know, what he could do, like, you know, and he showed it here. Like, you know, oh, my God. It, it was just like yep. for, I'll say this, you know, for older people, you know, like myself, I'm an old mm-hmm. man. Um, this just brought me back to like, oh my god, I'm watching again Jim Carrey from the nineties. Uh, I'm watching Liar Liar. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, um, and I think you know, for adults that are thinking, oh, do I really want to go see this movie? Just for him, yes, I would say a hundred percent yes. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, when the guy brings when the <laughs> when the assistant. Poor assistant, bro. 
That guy, man, <laughs> he was just like a punching bag. Whenever he brought let, um, what do you want? It's like, um, I brought you a latte with Australian goat milk. I thought you want one. Of course, I like it. I like it how you make them. <laughs> that, was that was awesome. Oh my god, that I was so funny. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, he doesn't even break like like yeah, and, and and Jim Carrey doesn't even break on that on that scene. He's just like, of course, that's the way I like it. You know? Right. Oh my god. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. He was he was perfect. He was, he was yeah. Great. Um, can we talk about how? And now let's talk about the 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 the, the serious stuff. And I'm that's stupid. Okay, not serious, but <laughs> like the big details of the of of the movie thing, of of the game thing. So the rings have a purpose, right? Now, one of the big things in the Sonic games is you collect rings, so you have more time, so you spend alive. Look at this logic; it's just crazy. So in the games, the more rings you have, the longer you can stay alive. Because you have no rings, you automatically die, right? Or automatically die after you get hit. So the reason he has the rings is to stay alive to go to other worlds and his life is in danger because he loses the rings. It's like something that through line, that thought, the fact that they were able to transfer that to the anatomy of this movie, that's just brilliant, man. Yeah. Like when I saw him trying to do the portal and he gets tranked and the back falls and I'm like, he lost his rings. It's like, oh, boy. It's like, those are the little details that make the inner child in me go like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, here's where, here's, here's where I go like, okay, that's how you know that they took the time to understand the material. That's how you know they took the script seriously. They took all this, like, they took the property seriously. And then you're like, okay, I applaud them for that. Like, this is why there's a perfect Sonic movie. Like, when he's fighting Eggman and he's throwing rings and going through portals, that's literally you going through the entire Sonic game. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. You know what I mean? You're going yeah. through the whole Sonic game. You're going through the Green Hills. You're going through the Shiner Plays. You're going through the Pyramids. Like, you're going through the whole Sonic game. And then at the very end, what do we see? How does he beat Eggman? By jumping on top of the ship. Yes, that's true, Yes. Dude, when I saw that happen, I was like, he's literally beating him like if he was a boss battle in the game. And I'm like, wow, something so simple that I don't know. So good. No, no, it worked. No, definitely, man. It's like they knew, like, unlike, well, let's take Inspector Pikachu outside because that actually did work as well. But, you know, comparing to other movies, they knew and understood like as you said the game they knew the game they understood right. the game and they knew how to incorporate it into a story why because they made a simple story out of it yes you know yes. they didn't overly complicate it they just wanted to do a sonic movie that made sense and it makes sense yeah um did you guys capture the audio track easter egg at the end Oh no, not the no. I saw so, the, like the ending credits and you know the, the those two scenes were awesome, but no, I didn't get I didn't catch that. So right before the ending, like when they're doing when they showing Tom and his wife and Sonic at the house, what the music that's playing is a simplified orchestrated version 
of the Green Hills thing theme from the from the game. You can hear it. They're playing that in the background, and I'm like, what? And it's like the it's funny because as soon as you see that he arrives at Green Hills, Montana, you're like, okay, cool, there's Green Hills, and then they play the Green Hills theme at the end, and I lose my like, I'm my head's already blown, so I'm like, I'm just oozing. <laughs> I'm just oozing. <laughs> my inner fan is just oozing out of my head. Um, but yeah. So, how about we talk anything? Anything in particular before we go into the final credit scenes and, and wrap up? Anything in particular you guys wanna that we didn't talk about already? Right. Kudos to the guy uh, to the actor that had um, you know was Sonic's voice. Because, yeah, because uh, it was you know it was perfect. And I actually, I was I was looking him up and you know and seeing what he's done before, and and I was like, oh, that's right, he's Dewey from like the Ducktales, the new Ducktales tale. Like you know, I was like, oh my god, that's him. And I think he's done something with like the the new version of the Ninja Turtles as well. So, oh, you're talking about Ben Schwartz? Yes. Yeah. Ben oh no, Schwartz. he was fantastic. Yes, kudos to him for you know yeah. Ben Schwartz because that was talk about like you know per- perfect voice casting. That was on the nose, man. That was perfect. No, and, and, and it felt like, and I like how his take on Sonic is based on Sonic's speed. So it was all quippy, very fast, no breaks, always talking, never shutting up. Um, oh, by the way, last little thing. Was I the only one? I, I feel I'm saying this too much. Maybe I, I scared everyone in my theater. Um, <laughs> was I the only one that lost his mind? When they gave him the red shoes, I lost my mind, bro. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was with Adriana. Bro. Adriana, it's the red shoes, bro. Oh. And here's the thing, though. I like how here's here's where you know, and I I feel like I'm in repeat, but I gotta keep saying it because they did it right. So we gotta give kudos to who deserves kudos. You know what I mean? They made all these things that are or that are part of their iconic, that are iconic in the Sonic games and they made it organic in the story yes they didn't force it It, nothing felt forced nothing felt um um overly explained everything just was organic within the movie and when i saw the girl just looking at his feet and she left i'm like oh no they're not doing this to me they're not doing this to me and she comes back and i'm like oh my god Well, Dude. I mean, you kind of knew, like, you kind of knew that that was like that was going to be the moment where they're starting to like talk about like, oh, he's wore down shoes. How oh, you know how he going to handle that? And then all of a sudden, you know, you, and then you see like the 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 little girl going up, and you're like, oh my god, it's yes. gonna happen. yeah, it it's, is, gonna happen. it's like you know what's happening, yeah. but you're still losing your mind. You <laughs> know, because I know. you're it like, awesome. and, and, and but that's because that's the kind of thing. Like, those are the kind of things that you think that are given. Okay, they need to happen. Like, you know that Batman is going to get the costume. Mm-hmm. But when you see him in the costume, you're like, oh, my God. Like, that was like Sonic's costume moment, getting the shoes. Yeah. That was like the first, I'm Batman, moment for Sonic. <laughs> um, somewhere Falcone is running in the distance in a harbor or something. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This movie was just so cool. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's talk about before we wrap up. We need to talk about the post-credit scenes. 
So mid credit scene number one. Um, Eggman is in the Mushroom Planet. He's gone. He insists that his sanity is intact. <laughs> but he's shaving his head, talking to Agent Stone, which is a rock. <laughs> I love how I love how Jim Carrey's version of Robotnik has his own version of Wilson. <laughs> For some reason, I think we're gonna see the results of Castaway in the Sonic Universe. It's gonna be Eggman in Tidy Whiteys. Um, so, <laughs> so mushroom. So he's gonna, so he's gonna invade Earth, and that's gonna be a thing. Um, or he's gonna find a way to travel between worlds, like Sonic does. And he's gonna become a bigger threat. This is Eggman we are talking about. Of course, he's gonna. Um, I don't know, man. I like how they left it open for sequels because I think this movie's gonna make enough money that they're gonna make more. I really hope they do. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I hope they just call it Sonic Two, like the game, and put the letter and put the same number system as the game with the big numbers, because then I'll lose my crap again. Or they do the second movie with Sonic the Hedgehog Two, and they do like the presentation. You know how Sonic has like the, like the MGM lion thing going on. I know, I know yeah. the, I know the, uh, I know the perfect title. Sonic, uh, what was it? Sonic Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> like the first... Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Actually, it would be cool, too. <laughs> he lost his family. He has <laughs> lost his rings. He is now playing for Pink Slips. Sonic Returns <laughs> in Too Fast, Too Sonic. Um, wow, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's something else. Um <laughs> You know what, Isaac? You're the only one that would have come up with something like that. That's that's uh, perfect. Also, when now it it's immortalized in the web, so yeah, too fast. Also, for the sequels, give us Dwayne the give us Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Knuckles. Oh hell yeah, yeah, oh, hell absolutely. Yeah. Yes, you know what they they have to do. You imagine? Oh my god, they can do they can do him as Knuckles, and um. Who voiced Tails? Do we know who voiced Tails? I, yeah, I didn't like. I didn't look for it. You know, I was so shocked when I saw it. I, I totally yeah, forgot to, like, that's you the thing. Know. I was not expecting Tails to make an appearance at all, but I liked the fact that they showed her, and I loved that the design for Tails looks. Colleen O'Shagnisi. Is the voice of. Uh... Voice, uh, who the voice the tales? Give me a second. I'm gonna send you how the spelling. Interesting. Mm. How? Calling uh, O'Shaughnessy. Sh- have... All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shaq Hennessy's office. Um... <laughs> Excuse my language, but I had no. No, you're Ricky fine. Low, no, uh, no worries. No worries. No worries. Trust me. The only reason we know how that's properly said is because of a bad skit. So don't worry about it. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fact that Tails was there, um, Tails flying with the, literally her with the tails was fantastic. I mean, I don't know, man. I am so hopeful for this franchise. I really hope they do a lot more. Um, I feel that there's gonna be like a training montage next movie where Sonic learns to spin in place and charge. 
And we need oh, the eye on the tiger. I want to see that. I want to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so you want it? You want it like with the background music of Eye of the Tiger? <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. And you know what's funny? We got to do that, and then have another scene of him using nunchucks and hit himself. Either, uh, either uh, Eye of the Tiger or Harder Kalulia from Lorde. I don't know. Either way, as long as the band Survivor is included the, in this, in, the, in this in case mix. You don't know, in case you don't know who uh, who the la- latter part is, it's a Finnish uh, heavy metal band. Oh, nice, cool, nice. Send this link so we can yeah. blow our brains in heavy metal. Oh, and, and by the way, guys, uh, I was looking up for uh, you know when you you, you send that Isaac that calling uh, O'Shaughnessy. It seems that she's actually the voice of Tails in the games. Yep. Like uh, she what? does, yeah. I'm just that seeing is awesome. like, you know, what she's had, and she's she's Tails in Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Okay, that's that's awesome. why I recognized. Her yeah, and Team Sonic Racing. She also she also did this, the the voice of Tails. Yeah, that's awesome. So they actually got her, like the actual voice of Tails for the for, you know for this. Wow, that's gonna that's gonna make fans go nuts. Yes. That's going to make fans go nuts. <laughs> oh, man. This movie was freaking amazing. Tavo, thank you for joining us. No, man. Thank you for having me. Table and doing the Shatter After stuff. No, awesome. We're definitely going to DM you later for other movies. Yeah, absolutely, um, man. Isaac, my brother, thank you for joining us. For always well, being my white man. I have always said that I'm joining in. Yes, so I'm, I'm sick. So we had a great time talking Sonic. Yeah. This is definitely a movie you have to go see. It is an awesome family movie, an awesome video game adaptation. I think it's the best one I've seen. Like because it is a perfect Sonic movie, it's a, it's one of the best adaptations to me. Still, the best anime, the best adaptation I've seen is Castlevania, because I think. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that one. Yes. So Castlevania to me is like the best one adaptation that I've seen. Um, live action, it's it's between The Witcher and Castlevania because they're both great. I, I think there's like a hey, renaissance. Witchers is a Polish book series from the start, not video games. I know, but people know it. <laughs> but people mostly but people know, know it, it mostly games. more for the video games. Yes, true. <laughs> so so I'm I'm hey we can we can it, we don't we won't get in trouble. Right, CD Project Red. Um, <laughs> um, so I think I think there's a renaissance. Like people are like people are starting to understand what 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 video game adaptations should be. And I hope that this trend, because we had Castle, we have Castlevania that's going on season three. Oh God! Which all yes. the seasons are amazing. It's going to come out in like four days, five, oh, six. Oh yeah, days. absolutely. So Castlevania is amazing. The Witcher is amazing. Now Sonic has been amazing. I hope that Illumination and Nintendo take the right lessons from Sonic's success and apply it to their mentioned Mario movie that supposedly they're working on. Yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto is heavily involved in, uh, in yeah. it. So and they've been uh, working together with Sega because Sonic has been playing around with Nintendo for the longest time. So I hope that that relationship influences... Um, the good things that we'll see in the Maori movie because there's more video oh, no. movies in the pipelines. Who oh, knows? Cool. Maybe we're getting a Super Smash uh, Bros. universe. 
No, my dream project is Luigi's Mansion, man. That's me. That's that, That's what mm-hmm. I want to see. I yeah, see Luigi's Mansion would be epic. Yes. 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 And that I would... don't even need. I don't need to point out what I would like to uh, see adapted. Isaac, just because I like you, go ahead and tell our fans what do you want to see. Fire emblem, of course. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, thank you everybody for joining us on the Shatter After. Tavo, if someone wants to talk to you, more video games or random awesome stuff, where can they find you on the interwebs? All right. So, you, my best way to find me is in Twitter with uh, my handle is Tavo PR. Uh, and yeah, that's that, that's the best way to like find me. If you want to talk video games, if you want to talk movies, if you want to talk wrestling, also, I'm your man. Awesome. Isaac Wolf, where can you find you, brother? You can find me at uh, Emblemaniac with a C on Twitter. And we can find your writings at Wobam. I believe you said you, you, you did a review on Sonic on Wobam? Yeah. Awesome. Go check that out. WobamEntertainment.com. Mm-hmm. Isaac does awesome reviews there. And you can find me at the Scarlet Fan 52. If you want to talk comics, want to talk video games, want to talk movies, anime. Um, we also have an anime podcast, me and Isaac. It's called the Amateur Otaku. You can find us at Amateur Otaku Pod. And you can also find our episode archive at anchor.fm slash the Amateur Otaku. Um, and don't forget that we have an uh, Instagram right now, which is ooh. called the, Where's amateur the, the Amateur Otaku. Ooh, you can find us on Insta, Insta, Insta. Okay, I'm pumping that too much. You can find us on Insta. So, log in. You followed that account, good sir. I did. I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're better though, right? Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, thank you for joining us at The Shatter After. If there's any movies, properties that you want us talking about, let us know on the DMs at The Shatter After, or you can email us at chatterafter at gmail.com till next time keep watching movies people peace peace hey